A gateway to your own past, if you wish. History's strange, it's alien, and it won't give us what we would like to have. Today, Dave Bowman joining us from Silverdale, Washington, where he gets up bright and early for us every Tuesday morning, and we appreciate that, Dave. Uh, Columbus Day in focus as Gatto's Tire and Auto Service brings you this hour of the show. You can get links to Dave's podcast and his history bibliography at BillMick.com on today's show page that is entitled In the Army Now. And that was in our first hour. If you missed any of our conversation today, Really busy and uh, interesting second hour. All the podcast section at BillMick.com and the Bill Mick Live iHeartRadio channel. Dave Bowman, good morning, my friend. How are you, sir? You know, it occurs to me that I have not updated that bibliography in some time. Perhaps I should do that. Well, whenever you get a chance. I know you're a busy man. God, it's been it's been crazy the last couple of weeks up here. I don't know about you, but where I am, it's I hardly had time to celebrate Columbus Day yesterday. You will appreciate this, having uh, shared time with me at uh, KFIV and KWSX in Modesto. I got an email yesterday from a uh, salesperson who is apparently working our political accounts and the like and had reached out to me a few weeks ago saying, hey, are you interviewing in this particular race? I said, yes. He says, well, i got to buy from this particular candidate and they would be interested in doing an interview on your show. I said, I will issue interviews to candidates that I choose to interview when the time is right. And I got an email yesterday saying, Hey, I talked to the campaign and they said you hadn't reached out to them. And not only did this moron write me this email, copied his bosses and my boss as if to try to get me in trouble for not doing this yet. My reply was, we had this little thing last week called hurricane Ian. And it set me back just a little bit in prep for election season. I will get to this when I get to it. But it's like you, you've been there. You know what I'm it talking about. Sounds so familiar to me. Does it? Really weird. So so you didn't celebrate Columbus Day yesterday, then? Uh, no, nor did I celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day. Do you actually remember? Does anybody actually remember celebrating Columbus Day in their youth? What I remember are brief mentions in elementary school and never beyond that. Right, because October is about Halloween. It's not about Columbus Day. That's right. Decorate. We've got important things to do. In my entire life, I remember one day actually celebrating it as Columbus Day. And that was in 1981. And the reason was I was supposed to go to report to San Diego to boot camp on October 12th, Monday, October 12th, 1981. And I get a call the night before from my recruiter who says, oh, I forgot that tomorrow's a holiday. Like, that's how minor Columbus Day was, even to the Navy, was they forgot it was a holiday. Can't go tomorrow, so you have to go on the 13th, which is how I ended up in the Navy on the Navy's birthday, which is a story. Please tell me day. that was a Friday. No, it was a Monday. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's like, well, okay. And so I'd already left my job, so I didn't have anything to do. So it was literally the first time I'd ever actually taken the day off for Columbus Day. Okay. Now, where I grew up, we didn't. I don't think I ever met my first person who identified as Italian until I was in the Navy. I grew up in Colorado and Utah, so it's, that's pretty predictable, I guess, in a way. 
So this whole idea of having a celebration for Italian-Americans on Columbus Day in honor of the great Italian explorer who came to America, right, and discovered America, because if he hadn't, nobody else would have or hadn't already. Never mind that he didn't actually get here. Well, yeah, I mean, there's that, but you know, yeah. details, but, de- details, yeah. details, who cares? Don't let the details get in the way of a good story, right? Right, and that's a part of the problem, you know, when it comes to Columbus days, there's, I mean— Today, everybody hates Columbus Day. I mean, around well, sure here. Him. His statue is no longer in the city named after him in the state of Ohio. Right. So there. We went to a local coffee place yesterday that had the Happy Indigenous Peoples Day thing up on their board. Did you really? So I ordered I ordered something and said, Happy Columbus Day. But you know, just, How was the reaction? Confusion. These people are these kids aren't old enough to know anything. Was there a so. photo of Elizabeth Warren on the wall? No, there was not. Oh, I'm surprised. But the the bottom line is Columbus Day is one of those holidays that we all think we know what it is. But like most things, you know, do we really know what it is? And the answer is no. And we'll tell you more about it in just 60 seconds. All right. The hour is, well, one of our sponsors here on the program is Chateau Madeline. And if you've got a senior loved one and transitioning into an alternative living situation is something that will be in that future. You want to consider Chateau Madeline. It's locally owned, centrally located in Suntree. And Eric Cardoon, their executive director, came from the hospitality industry. And that's why Chateau Madeline is uh, resort style senior living and memory care with first class nursing care, a place where life can get better for those senior loved ones with a real and beautiful home and amenities like you would see on a cruise ship or a resort. The big thing for me is the staff at Chateau Madeline. Do yourself a favor if you're considering this for a senior loved one. Call Chateau Madeline and take the tour, 321-701-8000. You can also see them online at SuntreeSeniorLiving.com. But take the tour. See how these folks at Chateau Madeline love the interaction with the residents there and how the residents have a really outstanding life with a lot of things going on. Chateau Madeline, we appreciate their sponsorship here on Bill Mick Live. So Columbus Day ain't what we thought it was uh cracked up to be dave well it's kind of like christmas it's not really what it's all about but you know you get history tends to manipulate things and and we get programmed to believe certain things about certain ways that we do things now remember that columbus is a mariner he is a sailor Mm -hmm. and i want to caveat everything i say from here forward by saying that columbus is one of the best sailors and navigators in history he is a boss when it comes to sailing the ocean blue there's no no amount of adjectives you can use to describe how good of a mariner columbus is okay so let us never forget that this is a man who did something that hitherto no one had done or at least admitted doing and not only did he do it once but then he went back and did it three more times just to prove his point so you can't really argue with that you can't really debate that for the first 500 years after columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492 most of the books that were written about him were written by sailors or professional mariners describing his sailing skills the 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 biggest one and the best one i think is samuel Eliot morrison's uh, christopher columbus you know admiral of the sea but in the 1990s as we approach the 500th anniversary of columbus's voyage Things began to change. You started getting more anthropology and archaeology as as the focus of these books, more social 
impact on Columbus than his professional sailing skills. You mean bringing diversity to the Americas? Yes, that. <laughs> okay. So that's all <laughs> that me yesterday and just cracked up. Yes. This is where the debate over Columbus Day really begins because Columbus has to be bad, which is how we end up with this move to Indig- Indigenous Peoples Day, as you talked about, and right. an outright hostility to Columbus. I mean, you would think that, you know, there's, I, let's see, there's uh, Satan and then Hitler, and then Stalin, and then Columbus, right? Pretty much, That's yeah. That's pretty much the way it seems to be. But you wonder sometimes if people really know anything about Columbus, or if they just, you know, sort of assign those things, and that's part of the problem. The real question is, why did Columbus do what he did? And if I throw that question out there to you, you get answers like this, Bill. You get answers like, well, he was trying to prove that the Earth was round. <clears throat> well... Do you not think that Columbus was smart enough to not know that the world was round? I'm thinking it had more to do with uh, gaining the bounty available elsewhere and making whatever money he can from it for queen country and himself. Okay. Where was that bounty that he was seeking? Anybody know? It was in the Indies, right? Where the spices mm-hmm. come from because the spice must flow. Sorry. Like Dune. Okay. Sorry, I had to put that in there. Yeah. The problem was that in early part of 1492, the same year, Ferdinand and Isabella had expelled the last of the Islamic invaders from Spain. Spain and Islam are mortal enemies. They hate each other. They don't like each other. And Spain and the Reconquista had retaken all of Spain and established the Spanish you know, throne. You got Ferdinand and Isabella who are beloved by the Spaniards even today. And, but the problem they have is what's between Spain and the Indies, this entire gigantic Islamic caliphate and the caliphate isn't very cooperative with Spain. They're not going to let Spanish traders go through to the Indies to get the spices because the spice must flow. So Christopher Columbus, who has been hanging around Ferdinand and Elizabeth for a while, says, hey, we can go the other way and get it. Now, somewhere along the way, we started talking about, well, they didn't know that, you know, Columbus was a genius because he figured out that the earth was round. They all knew that the earth was round. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I say this all the time. I don't believe that there's actually any flat earthers. I think flat earthers are just people who who want to be interesting at parties. They don't actually believe it. They just say it to be, you know, profound or something. Yeah. Sure. They all knew that the earth was round. What they didn't know, but should have known, was how big it was. And so Columbus convinced them that they could go west to get the spices, and everything would be cool. They'd bypass the Islamic Muslim world, kind of give them the finger as they went the other way. And uh, you could make the reasonable argument that the entire voyage of Columbus is basically an anti-Islamic scheme to get around them. And that's something we don't like to talk about, is it? I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying it myself. Well, you would, of course. But in today's world, if you're anti-Islamic, what does that make you? An Islamophobe. That's right. And if you're an Islamophobe, well, that makes you racist. Makes you an evil, evil person. That's very true. Dave Bowman with us as Dave does history on Bill McLive. Why do we even celebrate Columbus Day and there were misses and... Are we understanding what happened here? 
Dave brings us his unique insights on history through this hour of the program with Columbus Day in focus. And we get to your thoughts on it in our last segment of the hour. So be ready for that as we do Dave Does History on a Tuesday morning right here on Bill McLive. Hey there, submarine fans. Let me talk to you about the most exciting thing in currency, the gold back from goldback.com. Article 1, Section 10 of the U.S. Constitution says that states are actually legal to create currency as long as they are made of gold and silver. And now their states doing just that. They've made moves to protect their local economies for possible future failure of the federal paper U.S. dollar or the entire credit system by legalizing and making their own currency using, you got it, gold and silver. The exciting news is the subvet.com is now an authorized dealer to purchase your goldbacks right on our website. Be sure to email me at eric at the subvet.com or you can call me at 720-277-9333. Be sure to check out the goldbacks on the subvet.com and then get ready to secure your family and future with the power of fractional gold currency. Get your gold back from the subvet. Dave Bowman joins Bill for our weekly look at the past. We're kind of hoping to learn something new or at least have some fun, you know? It's Dave Does History on Bill Nick Live. And our hour brought to you by Gatto's Tire and Auto Service. Taking a look at Columbus Day through the unique perspectives of Dave Bowman, our re- our historian in residence here on Bill Nick Live. <laughs> and he does such a great job in all that hard work that he does to get us there, Dave. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, Columbus Day. What are we doing here? I think in order to be a historian of residence, don't I have to have a, you know, like a doctorate degree or something? No, no, no. I have a little shrine in my office and I burn incense in front <laughs> okay. of it. So With you know, my picture over? Yeah, you're our history god. There you go. So knowing all this about Columbus and his voyage, and Bill and I were talking during the break about the voyage home. The voyage home is actually the real, the real trip, but we don't have time to get into all that. Knowing all this, how did we end up with a Columbus Day in the first place? Because America, particularly in the first two and a half centuries of her history, pretty much anti-Catholic. It's a fact that until the 1950s, Italian-Americans were listed as, quote, northern or on the census form. You had to check northern or southern, and both of them were listed as non-white, on our own census form. So Italian Americans were not considered white Americans until into the 1950s here in our country. So how do we end up with this thing called Columbus day to celebrate Italian American heritage? Given that it seems odd, doesn't it? It does. In 1891, March 14th of 1891. And I am not going to go into all the details because it's the kind of thing that would make a very long and bad made for TV movie. Okay. There is an incident down in Louisiana. Lifetime or Hallmark, it'd be okay. Yeah, I probably could. There's an incident down in Louisiana where 11 Italian Americans are attacked because they are acquitted of a crime. The crime was the murder of the local sheriff. And the people down there accused the Italian Americans of doing this, the Italian immigrants of doing this. And when the, the wheels of justice aren't moving quickly enough for them, They break into the jail, yank these 11 guys out, shoot them, lynch them, hang them, murder them, as it were. 
And this little incident on March 14th in 1891, I shouldn't call it a little incident, it's a huge incident, creates an international incident. Because the United States government looks at it and says, well, state's rats. It's a state issue. We can't do anything about it. The Italian government at the time actually withdraws their ambassador from the United States. We we withdraw our ambassador from Rome. And most of the world believes for about, I don't know, four or five months there, that Italy and the United States are going to go to war over this murder, this lynching of 11 Italian Americans in Louisiana on March 14th, 1891. This is stuff we never hear about. We, right. Most people don't know this. Unless you follow the Dave Bowman show, and because and I've heard this in one of your podcasts. Yeah. A year <laughs> ago, as a matter of fact. Pardon? A year ago, as a matter of fact. Yeah, there you go. I knew it sounded familiar. I wasn't sure when. There's something to keep in mind here, that between 1880 and 1914, you have the largest wave of immigration from Italy in the history of our country. And by that point, in the southern states, Italian-Americans represent about 4% of the population. But they also represent 40% of all lynchings, which is, again, something we don't want to hear about. We just just don't. I didn't recognize that. I didn't realize that. Newspapers use terms like swarthy, dark, southern Italian to describe these immigrants. And... There is a great deal of, well, let's just call it what it is. It's racism towards Italian-Americans, and particularly their religion, Catholicism, are just hated. And so when these 11 men are killed, it creates literally an international incident that eventually will require the United States government to respond. We'll tell you more about that in just 60 seconds. Gatto's Tire and Auto Service, this hour's sponsor of Bill McLive. You know, I'm not a mechanical person. Dave knows that as well as anybody. Yet, my vehicle runs in tip-top shape, and it's well taken care of because I got to go to Gatto's. Six locations across the county. Been serving this Brevard community for well over 50 years with three generations of the Gatto's family bringing you repairs, maintenance, and tires. Tires at all price points from manufacturers that Gatto's has learned to trust through the years. What I've learned through the years is to trust Gatto's, their recommendations for my vehicle, and the honesty they bring to the table. Hey, Bill, you don't have to do this right now, but you're going to need it in the next six months or so. Or, hey, Bill, you need to do this. This needs to happen or you're going to have some problems. I trust Gatto's and you can too. That's why you got to go to Gatto's and why I appreciate them bringing you this hour of Bill McLeod. So an international incident and the U.S. is going to have to respond, Dave. Can what you, are we doing here? Can you imagine going to war with Italy in 1892? What would that no. even look like? I mean, where would we even have fought that? Because Italy's not going to invade us, and we're not going to invade Italy. So what are we going to do? We're just going to shoot at each other's ships out on the ocean? That's what it sounds like, yeah. But this creates all kinds of problems. The reactions to this lynching are almost universally in the United States in favor of it. The city of New Orleans is like, well, good, they deserved it. The Italian government, of course, is furious. No less than Theodore Roosevelt. You know that guy, Theodore Roosevelt, the guy that's on Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Wrote this in his journal about it a couple of days later. Monday, we dined at the Camerons. Now, I have no idea who the Camerons are, but obviously they were friends. Quote, various Dago diplomats were were present. Sorry. (laughs) 
all much wrought up by the lynching of the Italians in New Orleans. Now listen to this. This is a quote. Personally, I think it a rather good thing, and I said so, unquote. That's Theodore Roosevelt. You know, the guy that you post on your Facebook page about there are no hyphenated Americans. That's what he had to say about this little incident. So walking softly and carrying a big stick. Or was that? Yeah. Yeah. This was getting out of hand real quickly. So the president of the United States, Benjamin Harrison, decided, "Mm, you know, it really doesn't look good on the world stage. We really need to do something about this. So he proposes reparations to the families. He decides he's just going to pay reparations in the amount of $25,000 to these 11 families. So if you divide it up, it's like 2200 bucks a family. Congress goes what I call BSC over this. This is an mm-hmm. unconstitutional executive usurpation of power. You do not have the authority to do that. And Harrison does it anyway. This is where... The term mafia actually gets introduced to Americans. We'd never heard that term before. Americans are furious about the whole thing. Congress and Harrison are fighting. Americans want immigration from Italy stopped. Uh, it's, it, it's turning into a, a taunt in New Orleans. New Orleans kids taunt Italian-American kids with, who killed the chief? Who killed the chief? Kind of chance. This whole thing is becoming just this racist outrage in in America and Harrison's solution that he's going to hit upon at last will finally maybe hopefully make a little dent in this whole thing. Benjamin Harrison hits on the idea of, hey, it's 1892. That's 400 years since Columbus discovered America, right? Hmm. Maybe what we should do is design a holiday to ease tensions with Italy and with Italian-Americans and immigrants here by having a holiday to celebrate Italian-American immigration and Columbus's wonderful thing that he did for us to discover the new world and give us 400 years of American traditions. And so he issues a proclamation declaring that October that that year it was the 10th, I think, would or the 12th would be Columbus Day in America. And that, he hopes, will calm things down. Well, we'll see if it did and how we continue the celebration as Dave does history on Bill McLive. Our next segment, we'll let you in with your thoughts. Three, two, one, as long as they're not anti-Italian, anti-Catholic, you know, that kind of stuff. Three, two, one, seven, six, eight, twelve, forty. as we talk a little history with Dave Bowman on Bill McLive. Don't forget our McNugget at 5.30 each day during Sean Hannity. Today, the NFL has turned into touch football. I'm Bill Mick with WMMB Radio in Melbourne, Florida, where we have a governor that will actually stand for what's right. My show airs mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern. Every day we discuss news, politics, and social issues that impact us all. Tuesdays in our 8 o'clock hour, Dave joins me for something we call Dave Does History, where Dave brings us events from our past that contain lessons for right now. To listen live, find WMMB on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Whitey. And this is Hank. And you can listen to our podcast, Two Pint Talk, on all your favorite podcast sources. 
So come check it out where we talk about two beers and, and everything stuff. <laughs> Listen to Two Pint Talk on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't wait till the last minute. The radio clock waits for no one. Call Bill now at 321-768-1240. We'll have a call of the day each day, and uh, yesterday it was uh, Jeannie talking election stuff. Jeannie, thanks for the call yesterday. That made you the call of the day. 321-768-1240, let you in as Dave Bowman joins us from Silverdale, Washington, with Dave Does His History, Columbus Day. Not what we thought it was. Dave, where are we picking it well, up? Well, it's not Columbus Day. That's the important. This is not Columbus Day. I can't emphasize that enough. Even though Benjamin Harrison declared it Columbus Day in, in 1892, it really didn't become a national holiday uh, in, until 1934-ish when Congress sent President Roosevelt, the, the next one, a note saying, hey, we'd really like you to declare Columbus Day a national holiday. Now, is there motivation to celebrate Italian-Americans, or is it to get another holiday and a paid day off? That's the real yeah. question. Roosevelt goes along. Have taking it off in school? Because I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, okay. Not until I become a federal employee. So, Okay. It, the problem is, even though Roosevelt agrees to this, during World War II, again, one of those things we don't like to talk about. We all talk about the Japanese internment camps, but nobody talks about the Italian internment camps. Mm-hmm. where we grabbed Italian citizens and locked them up because we were afraid that they might not be loyal Americans. So we did the same thing there. We also did it with Germans, but nobody seems to mind that too much. It isn't until 1966 that lobbying really begins, and LBJ signs it as a law in 1971 when it becomes a federal holiday and Columbus Day celebrating Italian-American heritage becomes a real thing. And, of course, last year... October 8th of 2021, Joe Biden announces that it's no longer Columbus Day. It's Indigenous Peoples Day, a federal holiday to honor the Indigenous Peoples, and underline bold, end of line, repeat, and Italian Americans. Mm-hmm. He made a point of pointing that out. But because it was inclusive and diverse. Yes. I okay. suppose that's one way to look at it. <laughs> well, so through the prism of that administration, that may be it. Exactly. Right. So this is why I say it's not Columbus Day and not just because Joe Biden changed the name. The reason it's not Columbus Day is because. How do I say this politely, Bill? There was no Christopher Columbus. What do you mean? I mean, Christopher Columbus the guy we have on statues, the guy who in the movie Night at the Museum is wandering around with Ben Stiller jabbering in Italian, mm-hmm. doesn't and never did exist. What do I mean? I'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. With Dave Bowman and Dave Does History on Bill McLeod. So since I was 12 years old, Dave Bowman, 1971, we've been celebrating a day that's not the day we think we're celebrating, and we're celebrating the wrong dude. Well, again, it was it was created to end a conflict between Italy and America that had nothing to do with really Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus didn't exist. He himself, the man himself, would have told you that his name was Cristofo Colon. 
he would have never even heard the name Columbus. And if he had heard the name Columbus, he probably would have yelled at you. But he would have yelled at you in Spanish, mm-hmm. not Italian. Mm-hmm. You could argue that he was born in Italy. He was actually born in Genoa, which was a city-state. The nation of Italy didn't exist. He left Genoa at a very young age and never, ever went back. He considered himself 100% Spanish. He spoke Spanish. He, he wrote in Spanish. He thought in Spanish. In fact, when he writes his logs on the voyage, he writes them in Latin. The mistakes he makes, the grammatical errors that he makes, are Spanish language mistakes. They're not Italian. He doesn't, he doesn't even speak Italian as far as we know. Isn't that interesting? So our, our holiday to honor an Italian hero who isn't Italian forgets why it was established in the first place, which was, of course, racism, lynching, international brouhaha. Now, today, it ignores those roots by blaming something that didn't even exist at the time. There was no Italy as a country. And it lets Ferdinand and Isabella, then the Spanish, off the hook. They don't get any blame for anything at all. Mm-hmm. And it's no wonder we're so divided over the whole thing because we don't even know why we're doing it in the first place. Which is, of course, why my recruiter all those years ago probably forgot that it was Columbus Day, as did most Americans, because the only people that got the day off were the federal employees in the post office and the banks. And the rest of us all went to work anyway, and maybe we had spaghetti for dinner to celebrate our Italian heritage, which didn't really come from Columbus. So why are we doing all this? I don't know. Just to have more arguments, it seems like to me. Is it, Dave, that no matter what we're dealing with, whether it's something as simple as this minor holiday, you know, like the minor planet, like Pluto or whatever, that we can't extract politics from anything we do in this society. There's always a political motivation. There's always somebody to appease. There's always somebody to placate. And we'll just go there, even accurate or not, right? Part of the problem, I think, Bill, with this is we never really get to the original reason. We get to the myth, the Italian-American myth. And, and we like the myth. We right? like the we myth. So, yeah. so we keep it. Listen to what Benjamin Harrison actually wrote about the original Columbus Day. Now, therefore, I, Benjamin Harrison, president, in pursuance of this, do hereby appoint Friday, October 21st, as the 400th anniversary of the discovery of America by Columbus, as a general holiday for the people of the United States. On that day, let the people so far as possible cease from toil and devote themselves to such exercises as may be best to honor the discovery and the appreciation of the great achievement of four centuries of American life. Anything in there about Italians or Americans? Or oh, I, I kind of like the sound of that. Exactly. Yeah. So if we took every... October, second Monday in October, to celebrate the great achievements of of now five centuries of completed American life, would it matter if we called it Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Days or whatever? Because it's all part of what America is, which was definitely definitely not Cristofo Colon, who would have yelled at you if you had called him Columbus. He wouldn't have even known what you were saying. And so this whole, this whole thing is just bizarre to me plus i didn't get the day off so maybe i'm a little bitter yeah well i can understand that we didn't get it either you said something 
second Monday of October. Didn't it always used to be October 12th or well, 11th or something? Technically, it's always October 12th. But remember that the federal government under Nixon passed the universal, what do they call it, the Universal Holiday Act or something like that. Bringing those Mondays to, 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 to give us long weekends, right? To create long weekends for federal employees who always get all of these these holidays while the rest of us schmucks go to work. It's it, like, I, you know, my, I remember my dad getting mad when they moved the, the Indianapolis 500 to the Monday the, on Memorial Day. He was like, no, it belongs on Sunday. But yeah, it yeah. was like, you know, this whole. Which is this, odd considering his profession, right? Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> but, yeah. but this whole, you know, sometimes you wonder, we lose the purpose of all this which was to discover and appreciate the great achievements of four completed or five completed centuries of American life. But we just blow by that. And, you know, we, we argue about was Columbus a bad guy and see the, the, the argument is stupid because let's say Columbus had never existed, which he didn't Cologne. Let's say he had never existed. Do we honestly believe that nobody from Europe wouldn't have gotten in a boat and went, Hey, let's go see what's over there. If they no, hadn't was coming. If they hadn't already, right. there's there's plenty of evidence, compelling evidence for pre-Columbian contact. And, of course, the Vikings and, and the yeah. likes of that. But nobody admitted it. Nobody made, they may not have made it back, which Columbo, Cologne almost didn't make it back. Uh, but as a general rule of thumb, this idea that Columbus should be blamed and consequently partially Italians should be blamed is, is ludicrous because actually it was the Spanish and, and not the Italians. The Italians didn't have anything oh, yeah. to do with Start it. Start that war in the country today. It's the Spanish's right. fault, right? right. Yeah, but that goes back everywhere. to that goes back to the typical American problem that we had for the first 250 years, pretty much with with Roman Catholicism. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, there's 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 a lot of history there that we don't have time to get into. But that's sometimes you wonder if it's just not just a religious war, particularly that. when you get into that. Let's get a quick call or two in. Good morning. You're up on Bill McLive. What's on your mind here? Hey, Billy. Hey, Lou. What do you think, buddy? So it didn't do anything for discrimination and hatred towards Italians all the way up into even today, I guess you could say. I only have uh, that problem when I get calls from Tampa. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, even in my hometown where, you know, there's a pretty large Italian presence, you know, some of the larger corporations like Kodak and stuff are known to discriminate against hiring Italians, you know, even into the 70s and 80s. So it, it didn't do anything for, for that kind of stuff. There was a movie about the lynching. I don't know if Dave knows that or not, but um, it's. I think the, the mayor of New Orleans even came out and did an apology a couple of years ago. It's the the fact that some of this stuff we're talking about the last few weeks, people don't care about the history stuff. The stuff that Dave is doing, people don't want to hear it. I don't know. I'm enjoying every minute of it. But you're right. As we said a while ago, we fall in love with the myth, Lou, and we want to believe that to be fact when it's not the case. Glad you're along. We move to line two. You're next on Bill McLive. Good morning. Uh, Bill and Dave, the Bill and Dave show. Hey, uh, I have had this idea in the back of my mind for a number of decades, and I know there was a tremendous amount of animosity between the English and the Spanish 
particularly after, you know, Captain Drake uh, defeated the Spanish Armada. And I wonder uh, how much of that uh, was brought to America uh, among the English uh, settlers. Interesting question, Mario. Let me get Dave's response. Dave, go ahead. A lot of it was brought. The the ancient animosities of Europe came to America with with the arrival of, of colonialists, with the arrival of Cologne, with... Nothing changed. It just moved venues. So, yeah, I mean, of course, we for God's sakes, we were still fighting the Spanish into the 1800s, 1898. We went to war with Spain. Remember one final call line three. You're on Bill McLive. Good morning. Hey, this is John in Melbourne, and I know I'm going to risk the radio taser for this one, but I want to help us remember the most famous words of Christopher Columbus before he left for the new world. And they were? Get on to the boat. <laughs> okay, John, we got to leave it there. Dave Bowman, closing words. I've got 30 seconds for you. Well, it, you know, it's like anything else. History is great, but only insofar as you actually learn it and apply it. And maybe the real lesson here is that racism is bad. All racism is bad. Even if it gave us federal employees a holiday. I don't know. We can take another holiday, maybe. But how many? What? That's a that's a research project, Dave. How many holidays out of racism? Thank you to Gatto's Tire and Auto Service. They made the hour possible. Thank you to Dave Bowman in Silverdale, Washington. And we'll see you tomorrow for a wide open Wednesday.